welcome. You're listening to SOAS Concert Series Behind the Music with Katie and Alex. Today we'll explore the songs and styles of the Carnatic Nomad with a violin, the next concert in the series. In the studio today, we're delighted to have with us Jotsna Shrikanth, the world-renowned British Indian violinist and composer, who will introduce us to her unique compositions that feature influences from all across the world, including South Indian classical music, Irish folk and even jazz. So welcome, Jotsna. Thank you. <laughs> beautiful track Jarosna. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, that track was called Tillana. It's a traditional South Indian uh, composition. I, I composed in the, in the traditional South Indian style. Okay. And uh, Tillanas are compositions which have lots of musical mathematics in them. Ah, okay. Yeah, lots of rhythmic in- intricacies and they also can be used for uh, the South Indian traditional Bharatanatyam dance. Okay. In a traditional South Indian concert, normally it's performed at the end. And this particular uh, composition is in the raga called Ratipati Priya. I love this raga. It's a pentatonic scale. Mm-hmm. Um, w- very nice mood. So I thought, why not I mix this nice raga? Sure. Yeah, with some mathematics. And <laughs> yeah, that sounds really interesting. <laughs> and also concept. the percussion instruments um, uh-huh. in this thilana. It's mridangam uh, um, and thavil. Okay. Uh, mridangam is a two-sided drum normally seen in South Indian concerts right. okay. but tavil is normally seen in um, temples ah. they, they, they normally play in temples it's a loud instrument okay. but of course here we have balanced the thing sure, and, yes. <laughs> and the two uh, rhythmic instruments have totally different textures you can right. see the difference yeah so you were trained in the south indian classical tradition is that yes, right yes so could you tell us a little bit more about the tradition yeah so indian music is um, divided into two north indian or the hindustani music south indian or the carnatic music okay and the main differences in in the two systems um, the way we sit down sit squat down and play all all those are same and the improvisational aspects are almost the same in south indian uh, traditional music we have more uh, of compositions also it's 50% compositions and 50% of improvisational music ah, okay um, and the um, uh, musical mathematics is more in the south indian tradition and the north indian music is um, normally accompanied by tabla right okay uh-huh. yeah you have seen the tabla right yeah and course. south indian by the mridangam which is a two two sided drum and mm-hmm. also it can um, be accompanied by a kanjara which is a tambourine and also morching which is a jewish harp a ghatam which is a clay pot you can add all this stuff al- along with the mridangam yeah sure okay yeah. so could you maybe tell us what you mean by musical mathematics musical mathematics <laughs> now have you heard this takademi takajanu takademi takajanu takademi takajanu these are the uh, rhythmic syllables of the uh-huh. Right, okay. Uh, maybe the bowls of the tabla also um, sound uh, similar. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, when it comes to a, a eight beat cycle example. Right. So um, in, in, in the third speed, it would, it would come to four, be- four notes per beat. So eight into four is 32. Okay. Okay. When I when I go, takademi takajano, takademi takajano, takademi takajano, takademi takajano, tadigina ta, tadigina ta, tadigina ta, tadigina ta, tadigina ta, tadigina ta. This one two three four five, 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 one two three four five. So that I can translate into the notes, swaras. Gari sani pagari, sani pagari, sani pagari, sani pagari, sani pagari, ni pagari sa, sari ga pagari ga pani pagapani sari sa. See that syncopation and along along with the rhythmic instruments, it. Sounds amazing. Sure, and you use this tool to for your compositions. Yes, it's a method yes. of composing. Yeah. No, no, five can be one, two, three, four, five, or it can be two plus three. It can be three plus two, or one plus four plus four, or four plus one. Right. Okay. So, but but when you translate that into swaras or notes, it 
सो टोटली साउंड डिफरेंस एग्जाम्पल फिफ्टीन कैन बी गरी जनी परी जनी पर गजानी पर गरे इट कैन ऑल्सो बी गी रेस सानी म्यूजिकल इंट्रिकेट मैथमेटिक्स वेन यू प्रेजेंटेड इन डिफरेंट वेज इट्स जस्ट अ स्मॉल एग्जाम्पल आई एम सेंग लाइक इट कैन बी इवन मोर सिंपलर और इवन मोर कॉम्प्लिकेटेड Sure. So, why don't we move on to another track that's inspired by your Indian classical tradition? Yeah, this track is called uh, Raghuvamsha. This is a traditional South Indian composition mm-hmm. by a uh, composer called Patnam Subramanya Iyer. And he composed this track. I think he got inspired by the Western classical music during the British rule of India. Okay. And you can listen to some sounds of arpeggios, jumping notes, like in the Western tradition. Sure. But it's a pure South Indian traditional composition called Raghumamsha. Fantastic. Let's give it a listen. Thank you. 
So Jotsner, you were playing the violin on that track, is that right? Yes. So you were a violinist as well as a composer? Yeah. <laughs> so could you tell us a bit about your training in the violin, about how the violin came to India? Yeah, um, I got trained initially in singing vocal music. Vocal music is very important for the Carnatic music system. Okay. Um, unlike in the Western system, we don't have separate notations for violin, flute, singing. Right. We try to imitate the voice. Uh -huh. in, it's the voice style that we try to play and imitate on any instrument. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, um, violin is of course not a traditional South Indian instrument at all. Mm -hmm. It traveled from the west to the east mm -hmm. in the late 18th century. Right. And it got adapted to South Indian classical music. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, it underwent adaptations. Lo lots of changes happened. First of all, the position. Okay. We don't hold it in the normal Western classical position. Okay. We squared down and okay. then we hold the violin between the collarbone and the ankle. Okay, is yeah, there the, a reason for that? Yes, this is to facilitate the easy playing of the gliss notes. Ah, See, if you okay. have heard in the cla tracks, uh, we play lots of gliss glissandos called gamakas. Okay. Gamakas are the trump card of Indian classical music. So uh, to play these gamakas, you need that grip. Sure, okay, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. yeah, so we squat down in this position. Okay, interesting. And, we do. and then the tuning of the violin is in fifths. In, in this track, I tune for E, B, E, B. Right, okay, so you alter the tuning depending yeah, yeah. on... Yeah, say, say if I accompany some lady who has a high pitch. A soprano singer. A soprano singer. Say, mm -hmm. then maybe the tuning would become G, D, G, D. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, see, violin is not only a solo instrument in the South Indian classical mm. tradition, it's also um, an accompanying instrument. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So over the years, it went underwent lots of changes. And now you don't see any South Indian classical concert without violin. Right, okay. So yeah, they've become yeah. really integral. Look into Bollywood music. Okay. Violins are there. No okay. songs without violin. Well, okay. Then look into the, of course, the classical ones. And then the uh, contemporary music also. You have violin everywhere. Okay, so it's yeah. really it, important. It's more used instrument. in the South Indian system than the North Indian system. Right, okay. So yeah. it's quite a feature. Yeah, in North Indian, Indian system, uh, harmonium accompanies the vocalist. And violin is mainly a solo instrument. And there are, there are very few players in the North Indian tradition who play the violin, unlike in the South Indian system. Okay, so some of that track was very inspired, obviously, by Western classical music, yeah. the kind of arpeggios we were hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you train in that tradition as well? Yes. When I was around 12, I heard an album of Ilai Raja, who is one of the most prolific and leg legendary composers of India. He will be doing his thousandth uh, film soundtrack. Oh, this wow. Year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when he came up with a, a non-film album called How to Name It, um, I heard the violinist V.S. Narsiman, who is a legendary violinist, and I later learned from him, actually, um, play the violin. And he, he uh, played on a single violin all different pitches. It was going to, the tonic was shifting to D, it was shifting to E, it was shifting to G. I was wondering, did he have so many violins and immediately did he <laughs> change? Because in Carnatic system, no, for each pitch you have one violin. Okay. So I, then um, I went and met him and I asked, how did you do Obviously, I was a young girl. I didn't know how this was happening. And we were not exposed to Western classical music at all. And in South India, very, very few Western classical music schools, even now. Okay. So learning uh, Western classical music was something near impossible. Wow, okay. Yeah. Or we had to travel for long distances to, for, to find one teacher. Th that used to be the uh, situation. Now it's much better, of course. Um, uh, yeah, so then, then I asked him. Then he said, no, no, this this is tuned to EADG and you don't keep changing violins or the or retune the instrument. It's a technique. You, you have to learn Western classical violin for that. That's when I went to one of the schools called Bangalore School of Music in Bangalore. And then I started getting trained in Western classical music. Then, then it interested me so much. I could do five grades in three years because I knew one system. It was like reading a new language, sure. learning to read the notations. So it was quite easy for me. So did you adapt your style of playing as well? Did you play with the violin? Yes, the, yes. Yeah. Yeah, initially, I, I, my violin fell so many times. So I used to start <laughs> practicing on, the, on my <laughs> bed so that it doesn't get damaged and things like that. So yeah, it, it took a while for me and there was a point uh, where there was a lot of confusion between, there was a conflict in my mind between the two systems um, mm. um, yeah but uh, uh, by intense practice I could overcome that and, sure yeah and now you kind of just switch between the two styles and yes very, very easy I can yeah. Yeah. in fact I can happily stand up and, uh, and play the Carnatic style also okay <laughs> I, sure. I, I, <laughs> I have practiced <laughs> that too and yeah um, uh, when I started playing Western classical music in, in, in India um, you know lots of f film recordings happen mm. uh, in Bollywood in, and also um, South Indian 
films. So um, I started playing for movies. Ah, wow. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they're entirely the Western classical notation. The, the, the system is followed. Right. Uh, so my sight reading, everything started improving. Mm. And then I started playing violin um, for everything, for light classical concerts, folk, and name any style I started adapting myself. But of course, uh, Carnatic music is my main forte. That was the sure. base. Yeah. It's remained your roots yeah, in yeah, your music. Yeah. Sure, brilliant. So why don't we have another track? What would you like to play next? Um, this track of mine is called Haunting Thoughts. It's based on a South Indian raga called uh, Sallapam. Um, I'll tell you something about this track. Uh, I came to this country in 2004. My son was just one and a half years when he came and I didn't want to leave India because you're all set. And by the way, I used to be a consultant pathologist. I used to be a medical doctor. Oh, wow. Then I ditched medicine for music here in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you are in a, in a job, everything settled and you have your people around. There is a lot of help in India. And um, yeah, m music was going on. My, my mother mm, is a musician. My grandmother was a musician. So from yeah. birth we have music and weekends I used to perform and things like that. I didn't want to come to uh, UK. I came here because my husband started working here. I so I was so sad to leave my mother alone behind. And come. At that time I composed this track called Haunting Thoughts. And uh, I normally played in my contemporary uh, Indian music concerts. Okay. So Carnatic Nomad is the traditional uh, Carnatic concerts which I do. And Bangalore Dreams is the contemporary one. Ah, okay. So this is a track from that. of the jazz tradition in that track. Yes. When did you get into jazz? I I, I did not actually f formally learn jazz. Okay. Yeah. It's just something you kind of discovered through your yeah, own listening. Yeah. And also collaborating with jazz musicians. Okay, fantastic. In initially, it used to sound very weird for me, especially okay. the jazz chords. For mm. a, a South Indian or an uh, Indian musician who is used to the melody mostly sure. melody this jazz chords sound really weird yeah uh, so but but then yeah i i started liking it and then i thought why not mix it with my carnatic and sure yeah so this track is going to be featuring on bangalore dreams which will be your album coming out in may but yes and you said bangalore dreams will kind of have music that's more contemporary it's more contemporary contemporary see what happens traditional music has a niche audience sure yeah yeah, um, yeah there is there is a big audience for it also but when i go to these melas and outdoor festivals mm. and many other places they, they don't like traditional music so i thought how will i reach south indian music carnatic music to non-traditional music lovers so that's when i thought i will come up with this bangalore dreams because one is uh, bangalore is my place and i always keep dreaming about bangalore <laughs> so i thought i made <laughs> bangalore dreams and yeah it is um, um, contemporary Carnatic music, I can say, with, with the um, bass, drums, and it gives uh, uh -huh. a different kind of effect. 
Sure, yeah. So you're experimenting with jazz. Do you experiment with other contemporary styles as yes, well? Yes, yes. What yeah. sort of other styles do you like uh, to use? I have experimented with lots of styles. I came up with an album in 2006 in India called Fusion Dreams, okay. where I played violin in eight different styles. I'm going to make some additions and edit it, and I'm going to re-release it here next year pro- probably. Okay, brilliant. It's quite interesting. One, I have played in the South Indian style then in the North Indian style and Irish Arab Arabian music African influences and right. things like this so yeah the, uh, this track which I'll be playing now okay. is called as Monsoon Magic mm. which is in the raga called uh, Malhar Malhar is um, uh, supposed to uh, depict rain Okay. Yeah, in in Indian music you have these uh, seasons and the ragas associated with the seasons. Uh, ragas are the modes, the melodies. Yeah, could you? I was going to say, could you tell us just to give us a bit of a description of how you describe a raga? Um, a raga are you can say modes. Okay. And uh, um, uh, in South Indian tradition, like like you have these major and minor scales, like that we have seventy two scales, uh, each different and different permutation combinations. This when we say major scales in our system, it means means there are all the seven notes in the ascending and seven notes in the descending. Right, okay, and you see those Descending separately. scale, both, yeah. Seven notes up and down. Sure, yeah. Different. Like this, Different, you have yeah. 72 scales. These are called as the parent scales. Mm-hmm. And you can derive thousands of child scales okay. from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pentatonic, lots of pentatonic sure, scales. Yeah. May, maybe uh, uh, six in that ascending, seven in the descending. And each one is a raga. And each one gives its own flavor and mood. Brilliant. And this track is called Monsoon Ma- Magic. Great. And it really captures the and monsoon you can, uh, and the rain. imagine rain. Brilliant. Cool. Well, let's go to the track.
that was beautiful. It really captured the sense of kind of rain and the mood of the monsoon. And um, we could hear a sitar in that, is that right? Yes. I use the North Indian sitar. Okay. It gives a different texture. Yeah. And also the uh, um, rhythm instrument there is a pakhavaj. Okay. So yeah, it's it's also a North, North Indian rhythmic instrument. Mm -hmm. um, in, in some of the North Indian concerts, you can see pakhavaj. Okay. It's not very common. Tabla, right. of course, is the most common. Of course. But yeah, I, I love that instrument. You I love thought the sound the, of Tabla it, yeah. is quite common and I will try out something. Yeah, sure. So yeah, this is basically a, a North Indian raga. Sure. So based you have... on the raga Malhar. And you could probably visualize rain. <laughs> yeah, no, very much so, definitely. So you have a real kind of love of collaboration and experimenting with different genres and different instruments. Yes. Does it kind of reflect your taste in music? Do you listen to all sorts of music from around the world? Yes, anything, any music. Uh -huh. And has that been the same since you were young? Were you really into No, no, not, not really. Uh, say until um, 12 to 13 years. Um, uh, See, I came from a very strict uh, South Indian uh, family and I was not allowed to listen to any music except South Indian classical Carnatic. Okay. Yeah, always it used to be South Indian classical. And then uh, my mother used to take me to so many concerts. Maybe by the, time, by the age of uh, 10, maybe I heard some 300, 400 concerts probably. It used to be of that. that. So South Indian music is there always. Wow. In the, like. <laughs> but then, yeah, uh, uh, when I heard this album of Ilai Raja, How to Nip It, that's when I started exploring all all right. the styles. And yeah, everything is good. Music is music. Yeah, let course. it be African, let it be Arab, Arabic. It's it's all... Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all expression. It's all creativity. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so you were talking about your latest, one of your most recent collaborations. I'm like, I'm open to collaboration with the String Quartet. In fact, I'll be touring Sweden from next week onwards. I'm co collaborating with Swedish String Quartet. Ah, right, okay. And uh, uh, I also collaborated with the Lithuanian Philharmonic last November. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I have composed an Indian violin concerto. Wow, yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's called Seasons 4 by 6. Okay. The West has four seasons. India has six seasons. Has six seasons. Yeah. Okay. Spring, summer, monsoon, autumn, winter and snow. Because, because it never snows. There, okay. <laughs> snow is a separate season. <laughs> and if it rains, it keeps raining. Okay. So monsoon is a separate season. <laughs> so these six seasons are represented by a raga. Okay. Yeah, the seasons and even uh, time of the day, you have this morning ragas, afternoon ragas, evening ragas. Wow, okay. That, that, that really gives that mood, you know. Sure, So yeah. uh, I thought I will compose a concerto based on the seasons. So there are traditional ragas for each uh, season. season. But but I, I, I wanted to violate that and I wanted to compose in ragas, which I feel, like example, spring, okay, I, I feel this raga, I, I'm feeling very happy, okay. bubbly, something. So I, I vi actually violated the traditional rules ah, of wow, okay. what is supposed to be for each. Okay. Example, for spring, there's a raga called Vasanta. I did not use that. I used Mohana Kalyani. Okay. Yeah. So, so how would that be received in India? Would that be quite I controversial? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should be okay now. In okay. this age of broad-mindedness, <laughs> sure, they yeah. should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe 50 yeah, years again, ago. Again, but... see the total uh, thousand percent purists. You can't say, you okay. can't please them. But sure. yeah. But most <laughs> people nowadays would be yeah, open-minded yeah, yeah. to that sort of thing. Okay, and this track, which uh, um, I'm going to play now, is called, uh, from the seasons, four by six, it's spring. Yeah. It's, it's just a rough mix um, I need to actually add the uh, rhythm and so so many things sure so it's a work so in progress just, yeah it's a, it's a work in progress I just thought I'll give you a taste of yeah no brilliant yeah. no we'd love to hear it so yeah. why don't we put it on Thank you. 
quite a lot about your kind of interactions with western classical music but you also use kind of lots of different folk traditions in your music as well yes. can you tell us a little bit about your kind of journey through folk music yeah uh, i don't know since my um, childhood i i like folk music the pure sounds and um, in fact um, there is a folk violin in south india which is made up of uh, coconut shell yeah i have seen on the streets you know this um, in villages these people just uh, play on this uh, so called violin which has just one string mm, okay. and then he plays so well like for, for for us we are used to all, all hi-fi violins strad various copies and things like <laughs> those those people just play at its gut string so thick and one string they they play so well so uh, i got inspired by uh, folk music mm-hmm. and if you if you travel from the north to south of india so, so many folk traditions are there Sure. Recently I, I was in Rajasthan North India mm-hmm. uh, near the deserts so I I found uh, one more instrument called ravan hatha uh, which is very close to the sound of a sarangi Ah right okay yeah 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 so I, in fact I bought it and I, I I am collecting some traditional folk instruments which sound near to violin Sure okay wow yeah. uh, so, so your house is full of all of these different styles of violin Yes yes <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah uh, I I like folk tradition uh, it's not only that Indian folk I like any anywhere Irish sure. folk, Nordic folk, everything has a special fa- flavor. I I, I feel mm, yeah. it's not bound uh, by heavy rules, but it it has that flavor. Yeah, absolutely. The track I'll be playing now is called Folk Dreams. I I composed this track in um, a, a traditional style from South India, Tamil Nadu. The, you ah. know, you have heard of Chennai. Chennai yeah, is in the heard, state yeah. called Tamil Nadu. This particular style is called as Kavadi Chindu. Okay. Uh, no, normally they're sung in the uh, fields when they're when, when the farmers are harvesting. Okay. And yeah, I have also used this Jewish harp. Right, okay. And the, is uh, that cap- used in folk music in South yes, India? Yes, it's called as the morching. Okay. And also the kanjira which is a tambourine, one one-sided drum. Right, okay, brilliant. Yeah. So this is you dreaming of India. This is capturing Always. your <laughs> 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 So the track is called Folk Dreams. This is also a part of my upcoming album Bangalore Dreams.
So you're telling me you've also got a particular interest in Persian music, and you use that in some of to inspire some of your yes, compositions. I, I see lots of similarities between Persian and in Indian music. You know, the raga Sindhu Bhairavi, especially, um, it, it it's so much like the Persian tunes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but it's presented in a different way with the glissandos. But okay. if if you take off all those glissandos, it totally sounds like. Persian and also uh, one more raga south indian raga called vakula bharana sari ga ma badani zani da na 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 this is called as a vakula bharana i can present the same raga in totally south indian style ಸಿಂಧು ಭೈರವಿ Um, which is a south indian and a north indian raga and okay. that deviates to one more raga called shanmukha priya shanmukha priya is not there in the persian system but somehow i thought i could i could uh, the, uh, deviate and that really matched with the song <laughs> composing and performing and collaborating and all that you do you teach as well yes i do teach fantastic and yeah. you teach carnatic violin carnatic um, singing also and singing okay yeah, yeah, great i do sing also and also the violin uh-huh i teach and see i um, see i have left my country and i have come here i need to spread carnatic music yeah of course <laughs> I, i somewhat feel that um, uh, carnatic music is less uh, is less well known in europe mm. compared to the north indian music Sure yeah it's it's all about the tabla and yes yes it's very sensual yeah once yeah. people um, get to listen to it they're they, yeah they want more of it yeah of course but i i i need to uh, do that propaganda for carnatic music i do have lots of students mm. um, my students uh, range from 5 years to 65 years wow, okay <laughs> all sorts of languages and ethnicity all ethnicities wow okay yeah. uh, do they often come to you having learned 
violin in a different violin, tradition or yeah, yeah m- many of them they they, um, they are also in some uh, symphony orchestras they're playing and uh, many jazz students come mm. i do go to universities to uh, do workshops on art of improvisation then the uh, comparative study between indian and the western classical system then the uh, comparative techniques between the indian and the western violin Wow, okay. Yeah, I I I do work workshops on that and yet teaching is there. I think everyone must have a teaching career. Sure, yeah, yeah of to, course. Yeah, uh, to pass on this yeah. art to the future gen- generation, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, what's on the horizon? So, you've got your album coming out Bangalore Dreams in May. Yeah. What else is happening for you? what else is happening yeah um i'm curating london international arts festival actually i started this festival in 2012 we had three editions of the festival now mm-hmm. and this year will be the fourth edition of the festival which will be happening between november uh, 5th and 8th wow okay and is where is that based uh, it's um, uh, uh, one is happening at kenneth mo theater in ford then jazz cafe and uh, rich mix And will you be performing there yourself? Yes, you? I will be performing and uh, lots of other artists we are getting from around the world. Brilliant. Last year we had 17 performances, world music wow. performances. Um, um, of course, li- little bit focus on South Indian Carnatic music. Two or three ca- Carnatic concerts will be there. Sure. And yeah, we, we, we had this uh, few, uh, Swedish musicians. We had Sushila Raman last year. So it, it's, it's coming together of both ca- classical and classical. contemporary styles right brilliant. on a single stage you know what happens especially the south indians and the sri lankans they normally don't get to listen the the other kind of music other kind of world music um, they they are into their own music but okay. i thought i will come up with a festival which attracts both yeah now people who listen to western pop jazz they definitely they don't they won't listen to other world forms leave alone carnatic music okay so mm-hmm. if i have a festival which has everything so they they one is forced to listen to the other one mm-hmm. so you can build audiences up around that it's a lovely idea yeah this was really my nice. idea uh, some people were skeptical i don't think so this uh, works you can never get together pop uh, uh, audiences jazz audiences and carnatic and western classical audiences together so and you've proved them wrong <laughs> yes It, it's it's good actually now now we are uh, programming some shows at the south bank center last uh, jan uh, no, this january uh, i did a collaboration with the beatboxer shlomo oh wow okay yeah. fantastic <laughs> so, yeah so for that we had so many um, carnatic audiences and also the the western audiences also brilliant so you're really bringing yeah yeah we also programmed together. the uh, prince of kerala last year uh, in in a pure carnatic cl- concert and we saw faces we have n- we had never seen them before So I think we we are drawing audiences into Carnatic music by do, by doing these collaborations. So we have lots of in, interesting workshops on Indian music, on Bollywood music because people keep asking me, "Do you teach Bollywood music?" There is nothing to teach Bollywood music. I need to teach them Indian music, <laughs> and then you adapt yourself to Bollywood music. <laughs> so what do you want to learn in Bollywood music? I want to dance. Then I am not the teacher. I don't teach dance. <laughs> so for for the common people, Bollywood means it's dance. Okay. So you, you, as I, I would say, if you learn Carnatic music, you can perform any. You, you, you have this Bollywood, Hollywood, Tollywood, all this in in India. <laughs> so you you can perform anything. You can learn on your own. It's adapting yourself. Sure, it's having the base and then taking. Yeah. It so we had a workshop it. on Bollywood music also. Okay. The basics of <laughs> to satisfy Bollywood. the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and you know such good response we had for these workshops. So more details of the festival can be found on www. liaf.co.uk London International Arts Festival liaf.co.uk definitely sounds worth looking up so yeah perfect <laughs> um so Jotsna thank you so much for joining us in the studio today and you can catch Jotsna live at SOAS in the Brunei Gallery on Monday the 16th of March from 7 p.m. but get there early because i'm sure there will be a great crowd of people so why don't we finish with a track Where would you like to take us with your final track? I think we'll go to Ireland. We we'll go to Ireland, brilliant. Yeah, this track is called Irish Folk Dance. This is again um, a collaborative stuff and this is a traditional Irish folk tune. Uh, 
which i have traced to a south indian raga called karnaranjani karnaranjani is quite a complicated raga it's not a direct raga the scale goes like this sarigama ga padasa sanidapa magarisa the descending is straight seven notes but the ascending is a zigzag scale sarigama ga padasa ga padasa sanidapa magama ga pa magarisa it goes like this yeah. and you in carnatic music you have to very strictly follow the scale right okay sure yeah. that's really integral yeah and there are no accidental notes it's the pure scale okay uh-huh. but but there is also a concept called bhashanga raga where you have if one for foreign note okay so but mostly it's the pure scales okay so this scale i just loved it and this uh, particular irish folk tune i could trace to this raga brilliant so enjoy irish Fantastic. folk dance well thank you again so much jotsna and thank let's you, listen to irish folk dance 